Hello, this is Karsten Lay from Asia PMO and OKR Asia with a new exciting episode of our podcast, Transform Your Biz. Today, we have Emmanuel von Robert Walters, who will speak about digital and transformation roles needed in the industry from a recruiting perspective. Hello, Emmanuel. Hello, Karsten. Thank you for inviting me on this uh, podcast. It's great to have you here. Can you please introduce yourself to our audience? Sure, sure. So I'm uh, Emmanuel. I'm uh, I'm French, and I've been uh, living in uh, Vietnam for five years. And uh, I've been uh, working also for Robert Walters Vietnam for five years in uh, Ho Chi Minh City. So Robert Walters, we are an international uh, recruitment firm uh, from uh, UK. Uh, we have been in Vietnam for nearly 12 years now, and we are recruiting for a uh, manager to a uh, director level in uh, in uh, various industry like finance, HR, manufacturing, uh, healthcare, industrial, FMCG, and uh, finally my my team, digital and, and tech team. So uh, we have we have strong focus uh, with uh, candidates, as I mentioned, from manager to to director. And then uh, my team uh, personally will recruit for sales, marketing, strategy uh, candidates within the digital and tech uh, industry uh, ecosystem. Uh, so my team currently we have uh, around eight people doing uh, doing uh, working in the tech and digital industry, and we are supporting uh, clients from various. Uh, various traditional business want to transform and therefore need some uh, tech or digital uh, candidates. So I'm glad to be uh, on this podcast today and to share with you uh, a bit more about the insight about the uh, how, uh, in terms of our recruitment perspective, how a company uh, managed to uh, transform themselves. Yeah, I think that is great. I mean, especially that you also work in the tech and digital business. So as consultants who are helping companies with transformation, our goal is normally to, to have internal capabilities where we can hand over. And we see that, that they are more and more recruiting like transformation leaders, like chief transformation officers and things like that. So how does this transformation need and this company needs to change affect the recruiting industry and your business? Yes, yeah, so I, I think it, it's. Uh, thank you for for your question. Um, yeah, I think it will depend if the company is uh, based uh, in Vietnam, uh, the headquarters or the headquarters is a, is a multinational company, and then we will see different uh, kind of setup. So when it is come from the uh, international multinational company, it will be a bit more uh, top down, and then they will uh, sometimes uh, use uh, Vietnam as a um, as a, a center of excellence for the digital transformation. Uh, for companies who are based uh, and the headquarters is based in Vietnam, uh, the initiative will usually come from the, the chairman and, and the CEO. And this will then depend uh, very much on the philosophy and the vision of the CEO for this kind of uh, transformation. Um, frankly speaking, usually the, the first uh, the first step for those companies is usually to have a bit of consulting and to decide if they want to outsource or if they want to internalize uh, this um, this digital transformation. And once they decide uh, which option they should uh, follow, then they will uh, start to identify which position uh, they will uh, need uh, to to develop and uh, this uh, digital transformation. 
Yeah, and I think from our perspective, we are sometimes even pushing companies to internalize because we don't want to be around. I mean, they pay us very well, but we don't want to be around forever. And it doesn't make sense to drive that at purely externals, right? So we need recruiting companies like you to, to provide profiles to them, right? So when we speak a little bit more specifically about the rules and profiles, how do you see a shift? maybe on the requirements and the candidates and how the profiles are written when it comes to transformation rules? So first, usually when they were looking for a digital transformation director, uh, usually they will uh, tend to prefer people coming from consulting background because they have uh, experience in various industry uh, and they are able to uh, manage uh, high level uh, stakeholders in different uh, organizations. So when we, we recruit for uh, this kind of transformation project that can be a digital transformation uh, director or can be a, a strategy director, uh, we receive um, a lot of requests from clients who uh, targeting uh, um, candidates from the consulting firm uh, and the, the management consulting firm or the, or the, or the big four. So usually it's, uh, let's, say the, let's say the first uh, top of mind uh, companies and candidates they, they choose for this kind of uh, project. Uh, then down to the specific position, uh, usually, uh, so they will focus on, as you mentioned, digital transformation director, and some company also will um, recruit someone uh, to develop the new uh, CRM system. Uh, some company, if they launch new products, will uh, recruit uh, someone in product strategy. Uh, and uh, finally, uh, some company who also going through a transformation recently, we identify the chief of staff can be uh, important for a, a, a company who got acquired and need to go a kind of transformation from local to international uh, mindset. And uh, a chief of staff can be interesting to um, to um, to uh, make this transition between a local to international firm. Yeah, I, I have experienced that personally in Vietnam when I was, and I am ex-Deloitte, right, in Germany. So I went when I transitioned from home credit to Lazada and I had to build a new customer experience team, which was also a business transformation. They deliberately look for big four candidates, right? Uh, that was, I mean, one of the main reasons I was hired because I was big four, right? Uh, <laughs> Are we always the best? I don't know, but I mean, it helps in the CV, right? Uh, to have at least one, two, three years in of these companies or even smaller consulting companies in your CV when you want to go down a digital transformation path or when you want to show companies that you have the flexibility and the knowledge and the ability to lead transformations, right? Um, that's what you said, right? Exactly, because I think the, the key of this transformation project and uh, is to also convince st stakeholders internally. And uh, so uh, the personality of the pers of the consultant and of the, the person joining the digital transformation project is very important because you need to be able to influence stakeholders within the organization who might not want to, to change. <laughs> uh, so that's the sometimes the challenge. And you, we need to have someone who is aware about this challenge and ready to uh, to take it. Yeah, I mean, so there's a lot of change management skills involved, and you just mentioned it. So for us, because we, you don't not, not only need to know the profile side. I think for our listeners, also very important how to get the right skills, 
I mean, how can I prepare if I'm now in a normal line job, right? I'm in a bank and I'm like a line manager or yeah. How can I prepare myself to qualify for transformation roles in the future? What can I do? I think uh, I think taking some, uh, I mean, can be uh, online and offline courses uh, become uh, and, and qualify courses uh, can be uh, interesting nowadays uh, to acquire uh, soft skills that we cannot learn within our individual organization. And I think they are uh, potentially, I don't know, your company offering this service or, or some other company offering this kind of uh, service to uh, to maybe uh, work on some uh, mock-up project and some draft project to get a bit of experience uh, on, on on this uh, area. Because yeah, if you don't have zero experience, I think maybe doing some case studies uh, can help uh, during the interview process to showcase that you had a, a previous experience with uh, uh, this kind of project. Um, we see also a lot of candidates, of course, uh, uh, decide to take a MBA or master degree. Uh, uh, it can be uh, also a good opportunity to uh, to work on some business case and also to build also a, a network. But of course, it's uh, time consuming. Usually, it takes one or two years. Uh, so need to to consider when when uh, people take this this path. And we have seen that too. I mean. Even if you are if you are in a line organization in companies, you can always volunteer for projects. So you can be involved in projects. I mean, of course, you can take courses uh, where you do case studies. But I mean, companies have projects. Even even banks or insurances or a little bit, uh, let's say, stable guys, they also have projects where sometimes you can volunteer for that. You can also qualify for a project leader role i think that helps i guess right if you if you have project experience exactly i mean what, what i tend to see also uh, in vietnam in terms of people who manage to uh, to uh, grow uh, faster in uh, in the organization and to be able to get promoted is people who are taking initiatives who are willing to take uh, chances uh, in your project and uh, i have seen some uh, sometimes very young people uh, but who managed to to get into a very very senior role very young uh, because they managed to raise their hand and actually uh, uh, join a project that maybe it was risky uh, and uh, and then uh, got the chance to to experiment something that uh, they they should not experiment at their at their age so i think it's uh, yes there is a risk reward here to take but i think it's especially people who are young in their career they should indeed uh, take uh, try to embrace new projects within the organization and especially when you are young in your career you don't have so much to lose Let's be honest. I mean, taking the risk, <laughs> sometimes going well, sometimes not going well, but at least you show that you, that you, um, that you are willing, right? That you, and maybe you have ideas. It's also very important nowadays. I mean, in transformation roles, we need very active people and proactive people. We don't need people who are more in a command and control structure and waiting what to do, right? So. Um, how do you see uh, people who join instead of doing like a uh, big four or something who join early startups and try to fight their way into startup world? How do you see them fit for transformation? 
what kind of uh, transformation you mean, like in transformation inside the, the startup or gen, then after then the later startup? for bigger companies, later. which you do. I mean, somebody who has like five, five year startup experience, right? Early startups, like doesn't have to be big ones. And they say, in the startups, I did almost everything. I started as an analyst and I suddenly took projects and I suddenly was almost direct the level. How do you see that? I think it's uh, a bit less common. Uh, yeah. Usually um, for those people who started in a, in startup, I think uh, they need to, to raise to the level of uh, manager or director and to be able later to jump into a, uh, a, a different company at a lower, lower level, I think it will be a bit less uh, recognized unless they have done some specific project, let's say ERP setup or CRM setup and another company is looking for mm -hmm. this kind of uh, uh, projects. So if it's a very niche project that potentially a company is looking for for someone similar. I think it could be uh, it could be valuable. But uh, indeed, we 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 have seen. I think especially uh, and and you have been part of Lazada, but uh, all the ex Lazada Shopee uh, grew their career very fast, uh, quite young, and then I've been able to take uh, some senior role at uh, for some Vietnamese at the age of 30, being a country manager or digital uh, transformation uh, director of uh, some multinational that I think if they would have followed the corporate, a normal corporate company, it would not have been possible. So I okay. think uh, it's it's definitely an accelerator, but I think mm. it depends on the right startup because some startup, uh, I mean, those Shopee and Lazada scale very fast. And I think uh, there are not many companies who manage to scale that fast uh, um, in, in, in Vietnam. And you are right. I mean... I come more from corporate and when I went later to startup as an old guy, and there's a completely different language. I mean, the change management is different. The way you talk is different, right? So getting somebody from a very informal startup into a very corporate company can be very risky, I guess, yeah? And actually the other way around is usually uh, also doesn't work when we work with startup. And uh, people from corporates, they want to join startup, but I say, but I think they don't really realize uh, the the that the business and the process is so messy, and usually they get very uncomfortable. And after one or two years, they realize, oh, actually, I want to go back to uh, corporate. Yeah, so it's sure. very interesting to see uh, also the other way yeah. around. Yeah, there, there's a little bit of transition there. Okay. I think that's great. We had a lot of insights. Is there something you would like to say at the end or anything more before we close? Yeah, so I think uh, for us, usually uh, uh, our clients uh, come a bit later in terms of uh, uh, once they have made the decision, uh, come to us to to look for the for the for the right people. And uh, uh, I think for for us, I mean, we are the the heirs of the of the market in terms of uh, candidates. Uh, I think candidates are very eager to join a digital transformation project, uh, uh, and I think uh, I think it's really the trend. The one, the internal resources will know better, the best, uh, the 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 organization. And uh, but I think uh, yeah, bringing some uh, outside stakeholders who can bring some fresh ideas uh, can be can be interesting. And uh, Robert Walters, what we do usually is um, is we can proactively introduce some uh, some candidates to uh, to companies to, to to give an insight about what's going on outside of, of the 
company and maybe potentially uh, suggesting uh, new ideas and new way of of doing so um it's also our way to to do to do business is to uh, introduce high potential candidate to uh, to some clients and uh, just offer a, a casual catch up to be able to uh, get to know each other and then potentially uh, uh, see if there is any uh, is any other op of opportunity. So in Robot Waters, we don't only uh, work on specific job, but also we proactively meet face-to-face -face candidate to understand their interest. And then we can introduce them to, um, to uh, some companies that we think maybe will need their, their, their skills. So I think it's also the, I think the beauty of recruitment is also like, trying to impact and change the view of organization and bring some value by uh, creating connection between people that maybe potentially would not meet. And it doesn't always lead to a, a job. It doesn't always lead to a consulting, but also is to uh, connect people. And I think uh, it's uh, what we're trying to do uh, in, uh, in Robot Waters Vietnam. Yeah, and it may, sometimes it even leads to a later recruitment, right? Not immediately. But after one or two years, maybe they get together, right? I mean, exactly. I mean, not always exactly. when you are ready as a candidate, the job, the role is ready. I mean, I had that also in my life that suddenly companies came after one or two years. But I think that's great, right? What you guys do that you're not only like trying to push people in the positions that you create the connections. And that's great. So thank, thank you very much to have you today on our podcast and for your insight. Thank you. Thank you, Carsten. Thank you very much.